Welcome to Reverend Femi Akiola Ministries International, a place of encounter for a total turnaround. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Get ready for a fresh dew from heaven. But before then, let's take this hymn. Hallelujah. Today we are looking at what I titled Biblical Sense for a Godly Home or call it Home Sweet Home. Many families they don't have a home. Many people don't have a home, it is a house they have. I have never regretted going home. When I'm going home, I'm happy because I have a sweet wife and children to meet at home. When your house is hot, you cannot build a good family. And today in this family service, I'm going to be sharing with you what I titled Home Sweet Home. Somebody say home, sweet home. There's nothing like home. I swear to God, I've traveled to so many places. I have counted, I've traveled to 21 countries in the world, and there is nothing like home. I have never regret. In fact, most times, when my ticket is two weeks, I have to cut it to nine, nine days. Except it's very important because I have a sweet home. Let me quickly pray for you before I continue. If there is problem in your house as I'm talking now, may the Lord remove it and make it sweet in the name of Jesus. 
his family. And let me tell you, they say charity begins from where? From home, not from house. Because house, it can be house of criminals. It can be house of rogues. But when it's a home, a home should be a sweet place. A place of rest, a place of uh, unity, a place of love, a place of encouragement, a place where everybody is happy. A place where there is no inferiority complex. And so I want to preach to you today, how do I have a home? A good home. How do I have a sweet home? How can my family be sweet? And this affects the father, the mother, uh, the children, and everybody in the home. So you can say, by biblical sense, for a girl home, or home sweet home. You cannot do something in a biblical way and regret. Why? Your future is in the scripture. Why? The Bible says, forever, O Lord, finish for me, thy word is what? Settled in heaven. If the word of God is settled, then your life must be settled. Let me pray for you. Just one heavy prayer. Since the word of God is settled forever, can I pray for you? May your life be settled. I, I, I will not take that for an answer. Your spiritual life, your financial life, your marital life, are you ready? God will settle it. It is impossible to operate by biblical sense and not be distinguished in life. Kosini. You cannot operate by biblical sense or Bible sense and live a life of mediocrity. No, it's not possible. Because whatever is from above is above all. If you are not married and you are listening to me, I congratulate you. If you are married and you are listening to me, I congratulate you too. And these things you need to know if your home will be sweet. Now let me tell you, most times it's not the Satan or Satan that is troubling your home, it's ignorance. Why? Jesus has conquered Satan on the cross. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. What you need to fight is ignorance. The Bible said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible said, and have you spoiled principalities and power? So, Jesus has spoiled. Thank you, precious Lord. I see something now. Anybody here that they want to cut you down, whoever the person that wants to cut you down shall run mad. a very tall ladder. They want to cut it. I don't know the meaning of this ladder. Whether it's your job, whether it's your business, anybody that says you will go from grace to grass, I pray God will judge them in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot be operating by bleaker sense of the most high and the most low. It's not possible. So, ignorance is as destructive as the destroyer who is called Satan. Ignorance, when you don't know Somebody just came from the village now. They say he's from the village. He's from the village. And he went and touched life wire. Would the life wire spear him because he's from the village? Ah, I'll show you. It. God has been there with Satan. I'm telling you. But we need to deal with ignorance because that is what is troubling us as a family. Thank you, precious Lord. I command the arrow on your head. To jump out now and locate his sender quickly in the name of Jesus Christ. The devil of ignorance is as terrible as the devil of destruction. So you must know some things. And that is why we are teaching you Purpose Sunday, um, Family Sunday. So you should know some things. I was sharing with them some time ago in a particular ministry. A husband is a person, he, he can't stand any person eating chewing gum. And the wife does not know. So anytime the husband is, the wife is eating chewing gum, the husband goes very, very mad. And he, he said, I can't stand people chewing chewing gum. And the wife said, Oh, I don't know. 
Because the woman was a very wise woman. You know what? Anytime the husband is around, she will not choose him gum. But once the husband is out of the house or office, she will choose his gum badly and terribly. And I said, why? He said, because I know that the devil can use chewing gum to break my home. Most of you don't know. Look at how big a ship is. It takes just small thing like this to wreck a ship. No, no. It's not a big thing to wreck a ship. It's a small thing. Small hole. And you begin to sink. I hope you know. Any marriage sinking. Any family sinking. I pray. Let there be repair in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you six things you must know. If you have a sweet home. If your children will be great, if your children will be sweet, I'm telling you, you need to do these six things. Number one, you need to relate. Until there's relationship between you and your wife, relationship between you and your mother-in-law, relationship between you and your sons and daughters, relationship to relate, relate, relate. Not saying that you are the king of kings in the house and your wife is inferior to you, there will be problem in that house. To relate or relationship doesn't mean to coexist. Living in a house with a man and you are not talking to together does not mean you are relating, you are just coexisting. To relate means, or relationship means a divine togetherness. A divine togetherness. Have you not entered into a particular house or family and you will know there is problem between the man and the woman because they are not talking together. They could come to church and pretend as if everything is okay, but there is a problem in their family. What do I mean by relationship? It is recognizing each other. I mean, you recognize that my wife is important, my daughter is important, my mom is important, your mother is important. Each party is relevant. Your wife is relevant, your husband is relevant, your children are relevant, your brother-in-law is relevant. Once you look at somebody in the family as a useless person that is not relevant, that family cannot work. I hope you know for the fact that somebody or a particular member of the family also have now does not mean that you will not have tomorrow. Everybody has his time. I hope you know. But with the time and chance happened to how many of them? All of them. So you can have your, your wife's younger brother can stay in the house with you or your own younger brother can stay in the house with you and you don't relate with them or with him because you feel oh, we are the one feeding him. He's going to feed you tomorrow. Oh God, you don't like what I'm saying. I don't care how you feel. You are not the one that hire me. You can't fire me. Relate with people. Be fair with people. Genesis 2.24 The Bible says, For this way a man shall leave his family and shall cleave to his wife. So cleaving to your wife does not mean that me and my wife alone. You've got to learn to relate with people. Relate with people. I know God has blessed you, you are in the parlor and your mother-in-law comes in and you will not stand up to greet her. How are you, mama? You don't know anything. The koboko that will beat you. When a home is fully integrated and there's relationship, the devil cannot penetrate that house. Ah, Yoruba, my people used to say that uh, it takes the inside before the house can break. They said, if the wall does not crack, a lizard cannot penetrate. Relate with your wife. Relate with people around you. Help me tell somebody beside you. Tell him relate. relate. I'm not telling for me. Tell him relate. relate. The Bible says, "You say one shall pursue one thousand, but two shall pursue ten thousand. Relate. That means three can pursue all. Maybe hundred thousand or one million. Relate. When you see me and Peter relate, you will say you will not know that you think that is my elder brother. Relate. 
It is today you see, you don't know tomorrow. Relate. Let me tell somebody beside you on this side, tell him relate. Tell him relate. Yeah. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, it said, Two are better than one. Oga, relate. Two are better than one. Never you think you are better than everybody. Because you are the man that's normally you are better than your wife, you are better than your children. Relate. Let me tell you what happened to me. The day they taught my daughter in school of Navdak, that was the day I would have died. What happened? I was strong, very strong and tired, and I was about to use the drug. Maybe she doesn't remember. And she came in front of me and said, Daddy, wait. That drug you want to use, have you checked the Navdak? And I said, You? Navdak. <laughs> Excuse me. And I checked. It has expired six years ago. Relate. If I don't relate with her, she will just say, Daddy, you have a good afternoon. You want to take drug? Take. Relate. I'm telling you now. Relate. Never you think you know it all. One day we were still staying down there and the people were fighting outside the door. And I woke up at midnight. They were fighting just by my window. Stay upstairs and just outside. And I was going out to meet them. My younger brother, my mom's son, Benga, you know Benga, the last born. He met me, was coming from bathroom. I said, Director, where are you going to? I said, Some useless people are making noise at the back of my door. Two o'clock, oh, I want to go and dissolve them. And he was still sleeping. He said, Hmm, Oga, what you don't know is more than what you know. And he went back to sleep. Uh-uh. I said, What I don't know is more than what I know. I just went inside to sleep. Two minutes later, they left the place. Who knows? It could be a setup for me to come out and you kill me. Relate. You think you know everything? Oh, forget it. You don't know nothing. Relate. Let me tell you. Once you feel that your younger brother is inferior to you, or your wife is inferior to you, look at me, my dear. That relationship, that family is going to have problems. We are one. We are how many? Especially if you are an African man, you believe when you are talking, your wife don't talk. When you are talking, your children don't talk. When you are talking, everybody, mm. Ariwo Tobawa. If there's going to be joy in that house, if there's going to be peace in that house, if there's going to be harmony in that house, or oh God, I'm talking to you first. Relate. Following by Madame, relate. Teach your children to relate with people. People will stay with you. Relate with them well. Relate, relate. People will come as visitors. Relate with them. People will come as guests. Relate with them. Mmm. The Lord will help you. I will not say anything than that. Psalm 133 verse 1. He said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. He said, It's like a precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, and went down to the scale of his garment. As a dew of Haman, as a dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. He said, For dear, the Lord commanded a blessing. So anywhere there's relationship, anywhere there's unity, there is blessing. May the blessing of God never leave your family. Yeah. Do you remember the Torah of Babel? God said, These guys are in relationship. And anything they imagine will come to pass. God quickly came to scatter them. When there's relationship between the husband and wife, he is like Baraju. Then with children, then with the family member. But no, you are the one that will sell your wife out. You are the one that will sell your husband out. You are the one that will sell your... because it's not working. Because things are hard for him. Madam, madam, relate. When you call your wife foolish, who are you? Because she's Mrs. Foolish and you are what? You are a dummy, dummy. What you are saying is that I am a dummy and I married you. Because she's Mrs. She's Mrs. your name. 
When you look at your child and say, you are, you are not intelligent. Oh my God. Hey, oh my stupid. Oh. You are saying that you are a father of stupidity. Relate. Your son has done something very terrible. Tell him this is very intelligent. That means you are a father of an intelligent son. Am I causing trouble here? So mightily grew the world and it prevailed. Relate. Okay. The way you are looking at me. Your wife was not created from your leg. She was taken from your side. She's supposed to be by your side. Relate. There is some men here. When you are talking, your wife was not talking. <clears throat> Number two, respect. So many of you here, because you can't relate well and you cannot respect, your husband has lost so many great contacts, your wife has lost so many great opportunities and help because you think you are, you are just on top of your world. You better learn how to relate. And number two, respect. Let me preach. Somebody say respect. respect. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. You know, if you respect your wife and your wife respects you, it will, it will show on the children. Go to some houses, you will hear a child abusing another child. Seriously, check their family. The father is saying it, the mother is saying it. I can't imagine my son saying, somebody is, uh, um, I, I don't call my wife that name. So where will he get it from? Ephesians 5.21, I read for you. Submitting yourself one to another, what? In the fear of God. Respect me, submitting to, to one another. Respect me, giving audience to each other. Your husband said, I want to see you. He said, no, let, let me, when I'm back, I'm busy. I have my business to take care of. Ah, madam. And you want to stay in that house. Respecting the views of each other. Don't always think your own view and your own instruction because you are the man, that, will work, that is what you stand. Sometimes let your children bring their views. Sometimes let your wife bring her view. Who knows? God can speak through them. Bible says, out of the mouth of babes. Let me finish it. Great things have been spoken. You don't know your Bible again. And that is why Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 7. 1 Peter 3 7. Likewise, ye husband, dwell with them according to knowledge. Look at it. Giving honor to your wife. Giving honor. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 7. 1 Peter 3 7. Giving honor to your wife. If you want the natural, if you want to win the natural submission of your wife, Tempt her with honor. I repeat, tempt her with honor. Tempt her with honor. Honor her. Honor her. When you honor her, you know what? She will love you from the depth of her heart. And I've told you, the womb of a woman is an incubator. The woman you are lying with and her heart is not, is not happy with you, whatever you deposit in, uh, in that womb will fight you later. Babe, I'm teaching you. That is why anytime you see a child hates the father, he hates the mother, he hates this one, it's because that house was hot, the semen went into a womb that was angry, a womb that was having problems, a womb that had many disease, a womb that said, and she would, when you give a a hope, she will give you a home. You give her a word, she will give you a sentence. You give her uh, ignorance, she will give you a food. You give her a semen, she will give you a baby. Need to know that today. That is why you've got to honor your wife. Honor her. They carry so many things. They have emotional problems. They have this problem. But when you honor her, she'll begin to come out of her cocoon to love you and submit to you naturally. 
The girl's room in my room. Ask my daughter, ask all the girls in my room. I have never entered to that room before. Respect. I paid for the house. Still, I want to enter into the house, I pay. I see not. And they say, Yes, we start. <laughs> that says me. They say, Oh, daddy, come in. And if they say, Oh, no, daddy, don't come, we don't come. I say, Okay, okay, no problem. Respect. My sister in law has stayed with me before. She's a big girl now. I told you she gave me a house. Did she give me a house? Before my sister in law can give me a house. She stayed with me before. And I have never entered her room that uh, what's wrong with you, what's happening here. Never respect. Timothy stayed with me. His wife stayed with me. I have never entered to their room for one day. Respect. When I want to see him, I send him a text. Hello, Timothy, can we see in 30 minutes time and we stay in the same house? Respect. But you, go on. You rented the house, so you have not built house. If you built house, tell me, tell the person beside you, tell him respect. You are not afraid. Tell him, tell him, don't be afraid. Tell him, say, tell respect. How can you come in? You are the father of the house. You come in, and everybody will run away. Then they begin to come home by one. Where is that? God forbid. When I come into my house, everybody runs towards me. Ask my wife, when I come into the house, all my children are jumping on me. In fact, they have to be begging them, Daddy is tired, don't let him fall down. Say, mm, because they are hugging me. Did your father hug you? My father has never hugged me before in his life. <laughs> Hope he's not here today. Now I remember when I married, and one day he came, he came, he was greeting me, and he, he held me like this. He's hugging me. He said, I'm hugging you. I said, hug. <laughs> and he was carrying my hand. I said, put your hand like this. Put your hand like this. I said, you want to teach me how to hug? But you never hug me as a child. Please, respect. They said respect is what? <laughs> so when you respect your son, he respects you back. When you respect your wife, your children are seeing how... When you respect your husband. Oh, am I causing trouble here? Yeah. Until we change. We will just be coming to church and be praying and be deceiving ourselves. You've got to relate well with your, everybody in the family. You've got to respect. Yes, it's your brother-in-law, but respect. Yes, it's your sister-in-law, but respect. Yes, it's your stepson, respect. Hey, Onilari could say that tomorrow. In English, no one knows tomorrow. Bible says, Sarah calls Abraham what? Lord. Does any woman's husband Lord again? For where? Oh my Lord, Julius! Julie boy! You are calling your husband baby. Baby! And breastfeed him. Baby is a baby. When you are calling somebody a baby, what will he do? He will do like a baby. He wants to eat and I want to eat. You call him baby. Are you sure she continue? But when you call him Olowolimi, when you call him a big name, he will want to begin to live up to that name. When you call him big, big things, don't call him Kawo. Respect. I've, I've seen people doing drama. 
outside. You call your husband, our daddy, our daddy, our daddy. You are a wicked woman in the house. By your baby, you don't know anything. First Peter chapter three verse five. First Peter three five. For after this manner in the old time, look at in the old time. Why why now? What's happening now? In the old time, the holy women. So we don't have holy women again. Also, who trusted God? So this is a new time. This we don't have holy women again, Abby. We don't have people that trust God again. Adore themselves, being in subjection unto their own husband. Verse six, First Peter three six. Now he said, "Even Sarah, look at that, obeyed who Abraham, calling him what? Lord. Calling what? Lord. Calling what? Lord. Whose daughter ye are? As long as you do well and not and not and are not afraid with any amendment. So if truly you are a child of Abraham, you must do like your father." Should I, should I continue? Please, everybody listen to this. I preach with a open heart. All men, stop treating your wife like a housemaid. Men, say, I hear you. Sometimes we don't know the difference between your wife and your housemaid. I don't have housemaid. Because if you see the person walking with me in the house, like as a nanny, if you don't look where it says, you will not know who is the wife. Uh-uh. Okay, me. Everything on my deck, everything, package. So when you are seeing that one in my kitchen, do you know the person that is up queen? If you don't pay her work and she dress like that, the Lord will help the church. Yeah. You want to enjoy your children? Call your wife a good name. Honor your wife and your children will love you forever. And let me tell you this, everybody. Madam, I want to teach you this. Never you imprison your husband because you want to hold him down and tie him. And that's what most women are doing now. You have a way of tying your husband down. So anything you say is what he will follow. You are playing with fire Because let me tell you, there's nothing that goes and does not come back. All the people that use juju on men, their children, they, are, they turn to imbecile. It will affect your children. Men are not meant to be controlled. They are supposed to be prayed for. You don't use means on your husband. I don't care the pastor doing it. I don't care the prophet. I don't care the affair. God punish them. You don't control men. Oh God, women are not saying anything again. Listen to me. Whether you are a man or woman, listen to me now. When you enslave your spouse, later they fight for freedom. And when they fight for freedom, they fight you back. When you enslave your children, they fight for freedom later. Don't enslave people around you. Respect them. Say, I hear you. Enslave people. Some of my sons, they came to me and said, um, Daddy, God is telling me to go. God bless you, that I will give them money to go. They said, but Daddy, you are not supposed to let me go. No, if truly I love you, I will let you go. Respect people. Don't tie people down. Don't use any means on anybody. Don't even use time on them. Say, I hear you. Relate. Respect. Number three, very important, reason. Relate. Respect. Reason. Open your Bible to Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Young girl, you want to marry. You are started to do juju from your age. You are started to do juju. You do juju inside powder so that a man can love you. For how long will you do juju? You are not asking me again. Reason. This is the process of reasoning. The reasoning that I call wisdom. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Reasoning is the logical the analytical, rational thinking that you do and plan with that will give you results. 
Once you begin to be a planner, let me tell you, every great achiever in life, they are great planners. The Bible says, by wisdom, a home is built. Look at it. Through wisdom, is a house house built. And by understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, that the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant things. Proverbs 24. Uh, Let me pray for three people very quickly. Any house here where you don't have enough, receive more than enough. I'm not hearing any house now where there is lack. I command lack to disappear now. Oh God, any house here where there is wanting, where there is insufficiency, I command that thing to expire in the name of Joshua. This is for 80 houses. God will supply your needs in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear you. The Lord is your shepherd in the name of Jesus. You shall not want in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe that prayer, shout a bigger amen. Oh. Reasoning, reasoning. They don't have to come and call you in the church that food has finished in the house of God before you buy food. Reasoning. They don't have to pursue you to the toilet when my father says, we, we are going home, oh. we are going home. Oh. No, it takes planning. They don't have to pursue your children from school before they start running for school fees. It takes planning. Food must not finish in the house before it starts saying, there is no rice, there is no beef, there is no bokotor. It takes planning. Reasoning means, come, Isaiah chapter 1 from verse 18. Let us reason together. Let us plan together. Madam, why are you asking from your husband? Uh, money that you know he cannot get in 20 years time. You know he's collecting 150,000. You are asking him to buy you a jeep of 1.3 million. You want him to be an arm robber. You are not a reasoning woman. If there will be no crisis in your home and family, you must reason with your husband. You must reason with your wife. Somebody was asking when I was coming, I said, Sir, what if you have a wife? And um, she doesn't want to understand. She doesn't want to know how much you are collecting. All she wants is her need. I said, well, as a man, you must have three accounts. One secret account, two other accounts that you put on the floor. I said, one of the ones you put on the floor, give her the ATM, let her be managing it. Ah, uh, yes, now. She be the one to spend money, no problem. I collect 150000 every month. I've removed this, my tithe. I've removed this, I've removed that. It remains 70000 From the 70000 plan for us in a month. If she's a woman that does not reason... Before two weeks, all the money. If it's a woman that reason, she will plan and see that you are you are trying. Don't kill your husband. Reason with him. Women say, I hear you. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. Sweet home is not cheap. It is planned for. You prepare for it. When I'm married, I don't have an account. No savings account. No current account. All my account was in my stomach account. Reason. Okay, what are you doing in the market? You are pricing dry fish at your age. Okay, you are pricing dry fish. They say, that one, that one, that one, that one. They will cheat you. You don't want your wife to cheat you, they will cheat you outside. Am I talking to you? You are counting meat. It's a hen, sweetheart. Oh, the, yesterday market you, we went to, it's 24 minutes. I ate two, you ate two, you gave two to Ojima, then you gave one to that one, 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 one. That is, uh, that is 17. 17 minus 24 at your age. You need help. Seriously, you need help. 
I have never counted meat in my life. Ah, men, may you not be a meat counter. To fear. Shall I continue? Some men are angry. But I don't care. How can you be counting meat? When your wife has gone to sleep, you now you now to the kitchen. You now wrote it down. Ah. Somebody said to feed. I want to pray for just 70 family very quickly here. I see every tension in your home disappear now. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 and 19 says, Come now, let us reason together. Come now, my dear, let us reason together. Come now, my daughter, let us reason together. Come now, my son, let us reason together. They said they want to go to social school. Come, let us reason together. Can my salary take it? They said you want to buy a judge. The judge is still around 50000 Come now, let us visit together. Can my salary check it? You say you want to drive a house, a car of 1.9. Come now, let us visit together. You say you don't want to stay in Edimu. You want to stay in Ajangbadi. A Come now, let us reason together. Your husband is saying, look, I don't like this area. Let us move to Aja. Oga, you want to go to Aja? You are collecting 50000 Oga, Come now, let us reason together. Am I talking to you? Yes, Am I trying? Yes, Should I continue? Yes, if you are willing to sit down and reason, relate, relate, respect, and what? Reason. Sometimes when your daughter is talking, when your son is talking, listen to them. Just reason. Nine years ago, Pastor Paul taught me something. He didn't know he taught me. I will tell him today. He said, the meaning of understanding is when somebody is talking, you come under him to understand him. I can never forget in my life. He was the one that taught me. Today he said I was in Ajawa and he was teaching me. I said, wow, Shere. When he left, I wrote it down and I didn't forget. So when somebody is talking to you, if you are going to understand him, you must not look at him. What are you talking? What are you talking? You must come down under him or under his oral or to his level so that you can understand him but no you don't want to come under anybody what I, do you know who i am do you know who i am all of my joy you call me what is number one relate number two respect number three number four romance romance means let your house be an atmosphere of love atmosphere of encouragement atmosphere of peace Atmosphere whereby your, your daughter can hug you, your daughter can snap selfie with you, your son can hug you, your wife is happy, she has done here telling him this year is beautiful, your daughter is passing beside you, babe, you are beautiful. When you tell your daughter beautiful, no beast outside will tell them they are beautiful and it touch them. When you tell your husband that man or girl a fine pa, when you tell your husband is handsome, no demon outside can tell him he's handsome and it will move him. Are you listening to me now? And most, most women are not romantic after marriage again. If you don't love that man, why did you marry him? Now you marry him, you want him to tell you you are beautiful when you finish your hair. He bob, you didn't tell him, tell him anything. He shaved, you didn't tell him anything. He wear clothes, you didn't tell him anything. Or you about Yahweh. Don't tell him anything too. And the man, you don't tell him that is fine. There's a babe waiting outside to tell him that, sir, you did. Man, but you did. 
And when they are telling your husband outside that Mujedodoi, you are in trouble. Are you listening to me now? Yes, Women, are you listening to me now? Yes, You're very selfish. Okay, your wife do hair. You will never say you are beautiful. She will pass, she will pass, she will pass. You will be reading paper. But when you are hungry, my food please. If they poison you, they don't do, they don't do bad. When my son passed beside me, I said, sunshine is great. He said, great. When my daughter passed beside me, I said, hmm, my professor. Call your daughters and son good names, romantic names. Nobody can give them love outside like the one you have given to them. If anybody giving your children love outside, they are going to collect them from you. Anybody giving your wife outside is going to collect your wife from you. Anybody giving your husband love outside is going to collect him from you. Anybody giving your daughter love outside is going to collect him from you. My children don't have to go to anybody, any person house, any family house, any friend's house. You know why? There is no love anywhere. They know all the love is in the house. Don't be angry. All the love is where? In the house. All the love is where? In the house. In the house. Love them. Love your family. Love your children. Some of you, your parents are sick. All they need from you is to love them. Is to romance them. Look, good words are their heart to the system. But no, you are very wicked. Oh, this one, Coco, this one. Bible says, he said, I will have done great things in their life. He said, but my people will not open their mouth. Say, open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. Should I still continue? Open your Bible, you will see. First Corinthians chapter seven from verse one to five. You see, they open. Don't deprive your wife love. Don't deprive your children love. I don't need any girl to tell me outside that I'm handsome. My mom told me when I was small. My wife told me when I married her. My children told me. My sisters told me. In fact, some of my brothers and sisters they use my picture as DP. You see what person for DP? And I told you if your life will locate the world. Tell your daughter you are beautiful. Tell your hey, my mother. Hmm. You have put all the love in her. So she goes out of the house with love when she's going to school. Anybody tell her that you are beautiful? She will tell you, I know. Okay? I know. But you didn't tell her she's beautiful. I said, are you sure I'm beautiful? Because nobody has told her that before. Men here, since you married your wife, it is the day you want to do evil, you will tell her she's beautiful. After you finish your evil, and the Bible said the evil that men do, now concerning the things where I wrote unto you, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Yes, that's what the Bible says. Because some, of, some men will just marry the woman and make her life useless. They say, nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife. Let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. Due love. Benevolence means uh, love and everything. And likewise also wife unto the husband. The wife had no power her own body, but the husband. Likewise also the husband had no power his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one another. When you don't love your wife, when you don't love your husband, you are defrauding. When you don't love your son, you are defrauding him. When you don't love your mother, you are defrauding them. Love them. Romance them. Tell them sweet words. 
Somebody say, I hear you. I know as I'm talking now, some people are angry, but there's no problem. There's no sin if you play with your children. I'll come from office sometime, I will remove my clothes and throw it on the floor. And they'll be fighting over my clothes, I'll be laughing. I'm enjoying myself. I'm the one that will wear it, I'm the one that will wear it. Your children can't come near you. Your wife can't come near you. But when you want to do it, you just say, how are you? How are you? Oh, mom, come, come. Anybody that they do good to that you don't know, the day they do evil to you and you complain, you are a bad person. They will give you food, you will not say thank you. You go out, you return, they are clean everywhere, everywhere I said, beautiful house, you will not see anything. You say, I marry her, it's my money. How much did you pay? Your money has expired since, so. Should I, should I continue? The romantic the marriage is, the spiritual it becomes. The romantic the marriage is, the more stabilized it becomes. The romantic the marriage is, the more powerful, the more powerful is financially strong it becomes. Because when your wife is happy with you, her spirit prays for you. When your husband is happy with you, his spirit prays with you. When your children are happy with you, they say, Daddy, don't worry, God will bless you. Play with them. Play with your wife. Play with your husband. There's no sin. Pursue yourself all over the compound. Throw pillow at each other. Don't break your head. Oh. There's no sin. And I'm saying it in the house whereby the husband is quiet, the man is quiet, they will give birth to mumu children. Somebody should be talking. Somebody should be playing. Somebody should be happy. Everybody must not be sober and sober and stupid. Hey, down knee. Number five. What's number one? Relate. What's number two? Respect. What's number three? Reason. What's number four? Number five. Rule. R U L E. Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. Any house where the woman is ruling, that house is coming down. Any house where the wife is ruling, there will be confusion. A man rules with the brain, a woman rules with her emotion. No woman can successfully rule except she connect to God or to the husband. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16. Okay. Everybody, I want you to read it yourself. So that you don't say, want this pastor is teaching. Look at it. Everybody, go unto the woman. He said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. And thy conception, you are not reading, no. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. And thy desire shall be to thy what? And it shall. I'm not hearing. And it I'm not hearing. And it No matter the PhD you have, no matter the MSc, no matter the bachelor or special degree you have, if that house will stand, the man must be the head of the family. Just as Jesus is the head of the church. Say, I hear you. He might be poor, he's still the head. He might be short, he's still the head. He might be an illiterate, he's still the head. And don't forget, he might be poor today. But let me tell you, tomorrow he'll be rich. Don't wait till he's rich before you start submitting to him. Let your husband rule over you. 
God has not given the woman grace, power, audacity, and authority to rule. He said, unto your husband, your desire will be, and he will, he will rule over you. I'm begging you, if you don't mind, women, let your husband rule over you. I used to love a family. I loved them so much, and I used to pray with them. Until one day, the wife called me at midnight and said, you know what, pastor, sit down, sit down. He said, you know what, I want you to help me. I said, what? He said, this is your friend. I want you to pray. Let me be feeding him. I told you before now. He said, take him a ball. Take him a toy. Go take him a ball. I said, ah, I am a man too. I said, you want to feed your husband? I said, the time is two. I said, the next one half hours, I'm out of here. And I will not come here again. That's the last time I got there. I didn't tell the husband anything. I didn't tell the wife anything. I just waka. Woman, woman, you will not suffer. Amen. You will not suffer. Amen. God has not created you with wahala. God has planted somebody to carry your load. Let him carry. Don't pray to feed your husband. If it's happening, pray that God will change it. Okay? Emma Womiro. Let him rule the house. Any house where you see that the woman is the one that wants to name the children, those children don't prosper. Benny! Oh, show you the man owns the blood. Don't always say I'm the one. I'm the one that carries him. He will move push my soul in my stomach. I carry him at my back for three years. Is this my breast is soft, but somebody deposited the semen. The owner of the blood is the one that owns the child. Let him name the children. Let him. Are you angry? Be angry. Sisters, let me tell the sister beside you let your husband rule. You are not saying this. Tell her, let, let me hear you now. Let him rule. Yes, God is blessing you. God will bless him too. Everybody has a time and chance. That's why we say that before, young man, before you marry, God wants you to have a walk in your hand. Because if it is work in your hand, she is coming to help you with. But along the line, if God has blessed you, madam, thank God for your, for, for your life. Don't use that as an excuse and criteria to, to lord over him and his family. Help him. Be a blessing to him. If he doesn't trouble you, let him know how you are doing your account. If he doesn't trouble you. And I'm telling you some men, men, some men, you'll be collecting your wife's money. Eh? I'm not hearing it again. You'll be borrowing money from your wife. Borrow me 20k. You will not return it. And when she has said, is that what your mates are doing for their husband? Now she has 200, she will not borrow you. Yes. Yes. When I tell my wife, give me 2,000 or 10,000, she will give me because she knows when I'm returning it, recharge card will follow. Don't collect money from a woman and not return it. They are not built to give like that. Hey, you know, girl. Women are collectors. Let them be collecting from you. Men, I want to pray for you. May God give to you to give to women. They are meant to collect. Everything a woman's body is collecting. That's, I'm not going there today. Everything the woman's body is collecting. Paul, everything in the woman's body is collecting. Am I lying? Everything in the man's body is giving. Oh God. God has created you to be a giver. Oh, one long stoop down. Hey, mommy, mommy. You are waiting to mommy, mommy. You are me 200. 
it will not be your portion. Amen. Your amen is giving me concern. I say it will not be your portion. Fine. Whatever is happening, let that man rule. Let that man rule. Let him rule. And if possible, if God is blessing you, quickly establish him. Because men, when they see that their wife is financially stable more than them, they become intimidated. They, be, they have this inferiority complex. They begin to suspect you. They begin to think so many things. So if God is blessing you more than him, then quickly bring him in or settle him or establish him. You know, pray back for a man. But that is it. Let the man rule. Let the man name the baby. Let the man say the location. Let the man lead the prayer. Except he said, Mommy, pray. Are you here? Yes. Number one, relate. Number two, respect. Number three, reason. Number four, romance. Number five, rule. And the last one, resist. James chapter 4, verse 7. The Bible says, Resist the devil. Any house where they don't resist, the children will be criminals. Any house where they don't pray, the children will not prosper. Anywhere where they don't pray, there will be a scarcity of miracles. Things will be going zigzag. Resist. Learn to hold yourself or agree together in prayer. The Bible says if two shall agree on a particular thing, it shall come to pass. The day you married that woman, God gave you one checkbook with two signatories, the wife and the husband, and husband and wife. Resist the devil over demons. Resist poverty. Resist failure. Resist with stand as a family against this and that. The family that prays together, finish for me, stays together. Resist. I believe with this few points of mind. I've been able to convince you and not confuse you. That if we are going to have a great family, you've got to learn to relate. You've got to learn to respect. You've got to learn to reason together. You've got to learn to romance. You've got to learn to let your husband rule over you. And you've got to resist. May the Lord bless you. Blessed by this message, visit our website www.femakelaministries.com. You can also follow our online service every Sunday on Facebook at Sanctuary of Wonders International Ministry and on YouTube at Hebrews Ministry. You can connect to listen to our podcast on Apple and Spotify platform. Follow Reverend Femi Akiola on all social media platforms Facebook, Reverend Femi Akiola, Twitter, Reverend Femi Akiola, Instagram, Femi.akiola.12. Thank you and God bless you. In